This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. All right. How are you getting on, you well? You good? Hi. How are you doing? You well? Can you hear me out there? Boom, boom. Boots, boots, boots and cats and the ones and twos. That's what I, every microphone I pick up if I have to test it for peaking. Um, and I'm not talking about a bloody microphone. Spine on me getting changed. Here, we check that microphone for peaking. He's a little dirty fucking pervert, that microphone. Make sure, make sure he's not peaking. <laughs> no, that's when the sound gets too big. And you hear, or like a click. So I always go boots and cats and the ones and twos. I'm here, it's boots and cats and the ones and twos. I'm boots. I'm cats. And you're listening to Spin. Boots, why are you cats? I'm my boots. What do you do this weekend? Oh, that sounds great. No, I was, you know, I saw, saw, that, saw that movie Oppenheimer. It was really long. Oh, cats, please. <laughs> Let me fucking speak. <laughs> oh, God, why did they pair me up with this cat? I'd fucking rather be here with my cancelled former host than for them to just make him miraculously disappear and then replace it with a cat. That's the way it's going these days. But anyway, look, how are you doing? You good? Gorgeous sunny day out there. Um, I hope you're in a lovely uh, lovely uh, pub garden having a big old pint. Hope you're, hope you're, hope you're, I hope this podcast finds you well and you're drunk. Um, I don't know what the weather's actually going to be like, but as of recording this right now, it's a lovely sunny day. I'm in my fucking car again. I wanted to record in my shed, but it's such a fucking moss mess. Such a fucking moss. I'm all over the place. Look, I'm not going to lie. I'm on some meds. <laughs> That's not why I said the thing wrong. But my brain chemistry has been trying to... Trying to find some fucking balance here. As you know, right, you know, I've talked about this last week. I'm, I'm, I was diagnosed with ADHD there last week, and I'm on the trial. Uh, I'm on trial um, for some meds. I'm not, sorry, I'm not in trial in the, on the Mediterranean. I'm not a bloody, uh, what would you call them, Kinahan, <laughs> or what have you. Um, I think I just stole that joke from Father Ted. You know that one where Dougal goes, Ted, did you tell me that? Uh, didn't you tell me that uh, Father Jack, Father Jack had a trial for Liverpool? No, Dougal. I said Father Jack was on trial in Liverpool. <laughs> Great joke. So I'm trying some new things, and I'm blaming the meds whenever I get it wrong. It's it's. I don't know. I'll, I'll tell you, but John, I'm gonna tell you about it. Right? I've been on the fence because I tell you what I'm nervous about. Right? I like make myself. Right? I like my personality. I like. Um, I like I like you know giving you the updates and things I get wrong and and things that I uh, mistakes that I made and you know pig watching you know all the things that I do uh, I like that and I and I don't want that to change and it's not like the meds have drastically uh, changed that but also what I don't want is for a tenant my personality to be you know Tony Campbell ADHD uh, or you news. You know, I don't want that to be a thing where that's like the leading personality trait. And I really don't want, but hey, never say never. I really don't want to become some, you know, because comedians, you, you got to have something, you know. Yeah, comedy on what, you know. Are you anxious at least? Could you talk about that for all, uh, you know. Never want you on as, as a comedian just to be funny. But uh, come out of fucking woodwork when you have ADHD, <laughs> when you, have ADHD you know. Um 
would you, and I don't want to do that. I don't want to be ADHD influencer, you know? What would I be saying on the six o'clock show or the late, late? And tell me, Tony, the ADHD, was, was it bad? Patrick, I was late. I was, I was late all the time. Oh, my God. I just, I'd just be late. <laughs> wow. You know? I'd be freaking, ah, I don't know, Patrick, I'd just be like, I'd be, when it got really bad, I was like forgetting text back on like birthdays and stuff, you know? <laughs> I was, uh, uh, like, what would you say? I'd be like, I I bought like mayonnaise, and then I came home and we already had we already had mayonnaise, you know, just fucked up shit like that. <laughs> I know there is stuff, and I've already told you about it, but I don't want I don't want to do that, you know. Uh, not that I begrudge anyone, and I and I commend people who are neurodivergent, who are who allow themselves, who who use their platform to to put people at ease and to you know, highlight things for other people. I wouldn't say that's me, though. You know, I wouldn't ever listen to a single thing I have to say and do or do anything, <laughs> do anything I ever recommend, ever, right? But I am going to talk about it still because, I mean, I, you know, I've always been, I've been nothing but candid on this podcast since its inception. So I'm on, I'm on trial, uh, I'm on trial in the Mediterranean. For uh, money laundering, yeah, left a twenty in me back fucking pocket, me khakis, huh? Um, that's got to be a joke. It's got to be a joke. Yeah, money laundering. Do you mean I'm going to say the exact same joke again? No, I'm not. I'm going to stop. Um, so that's what's going on. But it's only really that, and the Rock has turned heel. I need to make a formal apology to the Rock. I'll do that very briefly right now. Rock, I doubted you. Um, you, I was ranting here twenty minutes about how the Rock's uh, hubris. And greed had destroyed WrestleMania 40, that he put himself in the main event over the person that everyone wants to win, Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. He's a good guy. He's a good, like, a good, clean, good guy, which I don't think we've seen the like since the 80s. And it's rare that that would ever, that that would ever carry through, you know? John Cena, people booed him for a while, you know? Whenever, whenever anyone's just like, I'm a good guy for being a good guy, no attitude. That's where the attitude error shook up. You had people being the good guys who you kind of, you know, weren't good people. But Cody Rhodes is a good person. Anyway, he's back in the WrestleMania event. Apparently, it's all been a bit of a work. That's a wrestling term for making something seem real that's actually fake. And you're not all wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. But when things kind of permeate out into the culture, when there's news stories talking about things that might have happened, and it's like, oh, this is actually just part of a larger wrestling storyline. Very clever. Although I do think it was a bit of a pivot after they saw the fan reaction. But anyway, I want to make a formal apology. The Rock has turned heel. He's called me and all of my ilk Cody crybabies. I fucking love it. Rock, feed me my bullshit back. You are the people's champ. I want to be fed my bullshit back like I'm a one-man human centipede. Okay? I'm sorry for that image. Right? And I couldn't... Hey... There's no way it could ever happen if I can't even kiss the tip, you know, comfortably of my own Johnson, then I'm not licking my butt, you know, although I did find out today. And this is, this is not today, this week. And this is at my, I, I, for all the lads listening, right, um, I am going to make your fucking week with this bit of information, right? I was trying to find pictures of Drake's penis on Reddit because Drake... Leaked, there was a leaked video of Drake with his willy out, right? 
and everyone was talking about it. And I was like, all right, I want to have a little, I want to have a goose of his goose, right? And I ended up on um, this penis enlargement Reddit, and I know that's probably the likely story. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're only here for the penis enlargement Reddit because you fucking you were looking for Drake's dick. Okay, yeah, that's what everyone says. Oh no, oh, you were just looking for um, uh, PE uh, tips because you're you know a, a sports teacher. Yeah, yeah, and you landed on the fucking PE penis enlargement Reddit. Yeah, yeah, we've heard all the stories, bro. Look, do you want the fucking pump or not? <laughs> do you want they use a pump? Spent ages on that Reddit, and it's all ads, right? I'll come back some... Obviously, the meds aren't working. <laughs> obviously, these meds aren't working. I'm all over the place. Um, I'll come back to my experience with ADHD in a second. On the penis enlargement Reddit... What else was I talking about? The Rock. I think I'm closed loop on that. Anyway, on the penis enlargement Reddit, um, they have... This is also another thing I'm recommending. I'll come back to that in a second, right? On the penis enlargement Reddit, it's all stories like results. Results. You know, I am living proof that these exercises work. And it's like, lads, I, I used to be six inches, now I'm eight inches. Being like, what's your fucking problem, bro? What's your problem? And they're all those stories. There's never, there's no micropenises on the whole Reddit. I don't have a micropenis, but there's no micropenises on the whole Reddit being like, you know, try the pump, got up to a manageable three, you know, a manageable four. That's fine. But um, what I did find out, which is very interesting, is... Look, I if you're a boy, right, and girls, I'm sorry about this, but boys, boys, you know, measure their willies. I haven't done it in about 20, 20 odd years, right? But back in the day, I would, and I never knew the right way to do it. And I used to. I remember one time, I remember <laughs> one time, my ma found had a shower. My ma found fucking measuring tape in the shower, and she joke like she was joking. She was kind of funny, right? And she brought down the measuring tape from upstairs. And she's like, Tony, why did I find this in the shower? And I was so embarrassed. And this is what I always do. I, I, I lied to my mom. And I said, <laughs> I could have just said, ah, oh, you caught me. But I said, well, I found a growth on my body. And I've been monitoring its progress. And I think it's getting bigger. <laughs> and she goes, what? And I'm like, I'll be fine. No, go to the doctor. And I'm like, I'll be fine. <laughs> I should have said, I was measuring my dick in the shower same time as when I was running my mouth and a lad slapped me and then I had like a bruise on my cheek my mom was like what happened and I didn't want to confess that I'd run my mouth so I said uh, a bunch of lads a bunch of lads from casino jumped me and kicked the shit out of me and they were like what and they said they're coming back and I'm like what what and the truth is just like I was you know I was writing checks that my little tush my little pink tush couldn't cash anyway a revelation I found on the penis enlargement reddit was that to actually measure your Mickey accurately, right? You really have to. You, you really have to push the ruler right into your tummy, hard until you reach the pelvic bone. That's gaining. If you've been measuring just on on the side, or underneath, or from the end of the balls, you have been losing. That if you've been measuring from the end of the balls, that I've gained you about six to seven, maybe even eight centimeters in length. So you can thank me. If you do thank me. If I have gained you any centimeters in the length of your penis by telling you that little nugget, right? And if you have a little nugget, tell me as well that you're really meant to push the ruler. I remember that some of the, some of the times 
I was measuring. I was like, that can't be that. And so I never took the accurate measurement from pushing into my pelvis, right? Because I always thought, no, it shouldn't be. can't be this hard measuring your penis. I'm here like a fucking samurai committing uh, seppuku on myself. I have disgraced you, sensei. <laughs> I'm going to fucking lash my little bushido into me. That's what it's like sitting there on my fucking knees with a fucking bushido. What are you doing in there? Uh, I can't say I measure my penis. I'm committing seppuku, ma'am. I'm committing <laughs> I'm committing the shameful act of the samurai by disemboweling myself, ma'am. I'm not measuring my Mickey. Um so yeah, how did I get onto that? Uh Human Centipede, uh The Rock. Um I'm almost out of this loop. Yeah, I I'm sorry, Rock. Okay, I'm sorry. Either this was the plan the whole time, don't think it was. But what you have done with this pivot is for the sake of the business, is not for the sake of your ego. You're going heel. I love it. Heel means baddie. See the rock? I'm not talking about wrestling. I'm not. Uh, briefly, The Rock is a second-generation superstar. His father's called Rocky Johnson, right? They put him in wrestling when he was very young. He was very green. Hadn't really wrestled before. They gave him a gimmick of Rocky Maivia, taking the two names, Rocky, his father, Peter Maivia, old um, kind of um, Samoan, I think, uh, his grandfather on his mother's side, um, but two, like, wrestling icons, old family wrestling, you know, the, the, the Maivia clan. And... Um, they put him out, made him babyface. That's a good guy. He got booed. And then when they took him back after an injury, he said, Vince McMahon, you piece of shit, you monster. I want to go out there and speak my truth. And he went out there and fucking let the fans who've been booing him have it. And they booed even more. And then eventually they cheered. And that's always the trajectory of the heel. And, uh, a good heel. Anyway, what am I saying? Uh, ADHD. <laughs> yeah, it's going really well, <laughs> as you can tell. As you can tell from my ability to stay on topic. No, I'm trying this thing. Tyvents is this um, Tyvents. I think Vivance. It also goes by right. Um, maybe just being candid. Yeah, I'll just be this candid about medication. I don't like. I don't know if I'll keep it up, right? Because um, it's not Viagra. <laughs> I don't know if I'll keep this up. I'm on meds at the moment, but I don't know if I'll keep it up because I'm not on Viagra. I'm looking for jokes. Like, I'm fucking desperate. Litterbox, coming to a venue near you. <laughs> the show Litterbox is coming to a venue near you. It is 80% complete. Um, that's a good joke about the Viagra. I'll write that down. Mental note. Or public podcast, whatever. I'll remember. Uh, so, yeah, I'm on this thing, Thai events, and um, I'll tell you, okay, I'll tell you what a difference I've, I've noticed, and I don't know if I will keep it up. I've never seen myself um, being someone who regularly takes things and and it it is it is something that um most of the time or i would say 50% of the day i feel like i'm on something and that was weird the first day i took it my poor young fellow i was this is one of the common side effects apparently is you will sing creed at your at your 3 year old for 2 hours that might happen you know an inch away from his face just singing, hold oh, now, I'm six feet from the edge and I'm thinking. So that is a common side effect. We have a little karaoke machine. I wouldn't get off the fucking mic last Saturday. So um, there's that. So be, be cautious still. Um, that might happen to you. Um, and yeah, it's it's a weird feeling when you kind of feel like you're you're on something, you know, not like drug, drug or anything like that, but like definitely the kind of buzz like you're in a kitchen 
and someone is playing someone's playing a fucking awful playlist sometimes that feels like it's like I'm this is all good but man these tunes you know can we get I'm, I can't quite get in the pocket here you know because your man's playing fucking Robbie Williams album tracks over there <laughs> he's playing he's playing deep cuts off um sing when you're winning this guy so you know we could do something about that I could get into a groove you know and then all of a sudden it kind of wears off someone's played a bit of Nile Rodgers you're like okay you can get into this now and get into the funk here you know sometimes when like a song is like your only solace to a good night um anyway so it does feel sometimes like you're you're on you're on something so that could be a bit that'd be a bit much I don't drink a lot of water at the best times I would have a, I'd say I have a little a fucking Saharan gob on me at the moment for the for the um for the the dry mouth, you know. Um it's kind of a if I don't drink a lot of water I'm getting kinda of clicking sound when I talk. Like I'm some sort of um what's it called? Echolocation beast. <laughs> you know? You know? Terry's like, is there a fucking predator in here? Shouldn't actually say that. Speaking of which R.I.P. R.I.P. Carl Weathers. I love you. I love you. I love Carl Weathers so much. I love I love um I love him in Happy Gilmore. Of course I love Predator. He is in Rocky as Apollo Creed, maybe the greatest body I've ever seen. Maybe the greatest looking man I've ever seen in Rocky. Arrested development, we got a stew going. We got a stew going. And this is something that apparently he in Arrested Development, if you only know Carl Weathers, probably know him from Mando. Mando! He always says that. Mando! Grogu. You know? I love him a lot. He was going to be at the Dublin Comic Con. Um, and I think they only announced that he was going to be there. And then they had to announce that he died. Which is a tough, tough day for the Dublin Comic Con. You know? Um, but yeah, I wanted to say that. I love Carl Weathers. Anyway, how did I go on to Carl Weathers? Uh, the Predator. Predator's a great flick. <laughs> Predator's a great flick. Um, what else? What else is going to say? Yeah, so I have this kind of echolocation thing. I'm singing Creed all the time. Um, need to drink a lot of water. DJ shite sometimes. And so that, that there's something about that that doesn't feel very consistent, you know? But I've never done any, I've never taken any meds before, so I don't really know if that's something that is just a common thing. Are, are there side effects that you just have to live with? You know, awful headaches as well for the first um, three days. The kind of headaches that you get when you're like, you have a pint, like two pints in the sun at like 2 p.m. and then you don't drink for the rest of the day. Do you ever have that? And you're like, no, I'm hung, I'm hung over, but it's the day and this is wrong. You know, I thought I was being a good boy. And um, I've been punished. I've been punished for it. I could better get back on it like the hairs of dogs and etc. You know, I tell you, uh, you won't be getting any hair of the dog with a Bichon Frise. <laughs> because they don't molt. Hmm? Is that a joke in there? Please. <laughs> Please. Yeah, the doctor said... Uh, or No, I, I was I was hung over there. Uh, my dog said... Um, ah, well, well, what about the you know hair of the dog and all that? And I said... Well, it, well not from you, I said. In parentheses, the Bichon Frise. 
<laughs> is that a joke? So he goes, uh, you know, I, was, I was a bit hung over there. And uh, my, my dog, he's a Bijan Freeze. He says, well, you don't hear the dog and all that. And I'm like, not from you. That's one. That's the good one. That's a great. That's a, I'm ruined. I'm ruined. So come see me f- um, creatively and financially collapse um, in April and May at a venue near you. Um, so those are some of the things that have been a bit off. I was intensely talking to Terry about something about me actually. <laughs> a couple of days in, I was like, I want to talk about me, about my meds, and she's like, okay, you know, like we have already kind of been doing that, you know. She's not reluctant or whatever like that, but I was like, kind of like, it's kind of like um, the Brundle fly. I felt like it was a bit of like the Brundle fly, you know, Jeff Goldblum in the fly, like no. Again, they give you that kind of vibe. You know? It's um who's that who's in that again? In who's the actress? Gina Davis. Yeah. I felt like she was kinda of like Gina Davis. And I'm like, Don't you recognize me? It's getting that kind of buzz. Pulling the shotgun over to me with the talons or whatever to did in the fly. Whatever flies have. If you've not seen the fly, you should. Um so yeah, there was that. I was kinda of talking fairly intensely and it was a bit not not chill. Um, that was a one and done, though. I haven't really been that intense since. But I'll tell you some of the things I've noticed a little bit. And I'm not, this is not a limitless pill or anything like that. Um, but what I have noticed that have been improvements. So something simple, like I, I used to look at my phone, right? And when I would look at my phone, it would almost like go into like, the rest of the world would kind of go into like dark mode or something. And like the, just the the hue would go down, and the only thing that would be happening would be the screen. Even if there was no sound coming on the screen, you know, my focus was solely the screen, whatever I was looking at, and usually TikTok or Instagram or something. And wouldn't really hear people calling me, wouldn't hear anything else. Now when I pick up my phone, like, I can see the phone, and I can also see my hand, you know? I can see my hand, I can see the room, I can hear things outside, and while while looking at the phone, I have the ability to concentrate on both. I haven't been looking at it half as much as I used to. Uh, when I'm watching TV, I'm not really looking at my phone. Um, it isn't the first, <laughs> you know, for, usually in the morning, it's like the first thing I want to look at. And I've got, you know, two uh, hungry children, um, you know, shooting daggers at me. And like, they're like, like deep down in my, in my itchy, you know, uh, desires. <laughs> It's awful description. It's what me want to look at my phone, you know, over making them breakfast. Um, it's almost like get the breakfast done so I can look at the phone, and like almost like I'm compelled to do it, you know. And everyone has issues with their phone, and this is probably what you'll find when I say these. Like, oh yeah, I I have those, you know. So maybe it's not that, but it, it kind of balances out. So I don't know. In the morning, I'm a, I'm a lot more attentive. We're playing. I'm getting their clothes ready, um, and usually the meds haven't even kicked in, but even just the kind of residual left over from the the night before these are kind of like long lasting through the day and and they kind of um slow release and taper off so that's pretty good um i'm listening to them like a lot better i'm like listening to my young flute a lot better like i i i my face faces him <laughs> in the morning and i'm listening to him and i hear what he's saying um i'm a bit more patient i i three things could happen under one that i might just kind of like I'd have the instinct to want to shout, and I don't shout, you know? I'm less overwhelmed. Um, if he tells me he wants to do something, if he asks me where something is, I know where it is. Recently, I've known that. It could be Anne, and I kind of know where it is. 
And um, when Terry asks me where things are, I kind of I can remember where they are. Like it's almost like my my recent memory of the last few days, which I didn't really have any of. I told you I was hiding bags of fucking dirty washing around the gaff and forgetting they were there. I'm remembering them. Um, I mop. <laughs> I like I like mop now. I have a lovely lovely rhubarb scented floor cleaner <laughs> that I'm really partial to. That I dig. Um, I. I, I I check the clock like time isn't necessarily moving time moves very fast for me it always moved very fast time just I would the day would always disappear uh, from under me and now things still move because I'm quite busy but uh, I, I check the clock regularly I look over the clock to see if I have time for something before I do something and it's not like a trained behavior I'm just doing that so that's weird and if it says like you know I'm leaving a little bit earlier now, this is all wrapped up in the neat package of you know, knowing I have ADHD, and I told you there's a level of responsibility that comes with that. Um, wearing a big hat, etc., as I said last week. But um, what else has been happening? I'm like, I like writing back. I'm writing back to messages when I get them. Beforehand, I would like get a message, have to think about it, and then write back after I've thought about what to say. And now I'm just writing back straight away and kind of looking to get a kind of inbox zero of messages towards the end of the day for the most part I'm still a bit of a slip up uh, I want to like do things I want to like like on Sunday there we went for a big long cycle then to Dunleary and I never would have like done that really something that kind of Terry be pushing um, and I'd be like delighted she'd organised my calendar to do something with the kids and I was like oh we do that it only gets that far and I had it plotted had the bags packed um, had I forgot water now to be fair we were all fucking parched we were especially me but um, yeah, they were fairly fucking parched. The kids, you know, now they were just being carried. But still, it's tiring work being out. Um, and the day before, we went to the zoo, and I packed everything. I've made sandwiches and everything. And uh, then I forgot their coats, and they were freezing. <laughs> they were freezing. It was a cold day, and we're going around the zoo. Um, I find that when I am actually watching TV, that like I'm not looking at my phone. I'm I'm like. I'm watching the TV, but I'm also in the same way of, you know, what I said, the world does not like dark mode. Like I'm, I'm in the room and the TV's there. It's not like I'm not captivated. I am captivated in what I'm watching or whatever, but I'm also like, I, can, I know that my wife is beside me and I can talk to her, <laughs> you know? And I do that sometimes, you know? Sometimes we watch stuff, sometimes we don't. Or sometimes we, we speak while watching TV. And we always speak while watching TV, but I find myself wanting to talk about what I'm watching more with her and saying about what I like, what I don't like where the film has lost me. Maybe it's become a bit, you know, formulaic. Um, this is a big one, though, right? When I've noticed, because people fight, and it's fine. That's, that happens in relationships. But previously, when I fought, it's kind of, I've always been very overwhelmed. I've always been like, okay, there's a conflict here, and it might just be a small criticism. might not even be a fight. But it would always be something where I'd have to, like, this is not completely changed or whatever, but, like, a, a marginal improvement. Um, beforehand it'd be like a small criticism and I think oh okay I'm in a fight now and then I might get defensive and I might leave the situation usually what I have to do to to fix it would be either of these two things one is I would not accept defeat <laughs> and I would walk away and just word vomit into like a notes app and then realize where I'm wrong and then come back and apologize um, or I would just kind of acknowledge that some of the things but not all the things I'm wrong about but I would just take the whole thing and be like oh you're right I'm sorry look I'm sorry it's all my fault all my fault and take the whole thing you know which 
you know, which even Terry was like, you don't, you know, you don't say sorry for everything. I'm like, no, it's, it's all, I, 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 I'll fix it. It's fine. It's all my fault. You know, <laughs> and I would do that. But now when we're kind of fighting, um, if I have a, if I don't agree with something, I'll stand to it and have the patience to, <laughs> it's annoying for Terry. It's annoying for Terry now. She had a fucking clean streak. She had a clean streak for the scraps. Now I'm patient. It's the worst thing that's ever happened to her. All right. Now I'm patient. Now I can be like, well, I don't agree with that, but I do agree with that. I can definitely improve on that. And I can acknowledge bits in the fight. And also, if the fight isn't resolved, that's fine. And I can kind of walk away if we're both unhappy with the fight, if we're both unhappy with our stance in the fight, you know? Um, like, I, 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 if there's cool down time required on her part, I can handle that. I'm not like, I need to just get this fucking fight done. Tick box done, you know? If it's unresolved as well, and it goes into a couple of days, that's also fine. It isn't really a fight. It's just conversations that happen over a long period of time. You know, it doesn't need um, resolution, you know. I, I am comfortable in the hazy grey area of conflict. Beforehand, it was just binary, black and white, you know, who's bad, who's a bad person, who's right or wrong. Um, my appetite is also suppressed a little bit. That's probably like a warning because you can probably get through the day and get end up getting like low blood sugar. I've had to kind of like remind myself to eat. Still a bit peckish in the evening. But what I've noticed is different if I'm like starving. I was starving earlier today and I was like, I need to make something real quick. And I cracked open the old Breville Toasty Maker. And normally it's standard, I just lash two sandwiches in there. And I was like, um, I think one will be sufficient. <laughs> like, who's this cunt? Who's this guy? I believe one sandwich would be sufficient. So I'm not saying this is the death of Pig Watch. And I'm also not even saying that this is something that I'd continue to do. But I have seen some improvement i've been a bit more patient i could i've like someone told me a number like a pin number over the phone for one of my accounts or something and i remembered it i remembered it when i had to type it in i looked up an email once then i remembered it when i had to type it in so my like my recent my random access memory is uh has been boosted quite a bit and um i was a bit horny for a few days as well to be honest you know um but i don't know how how much Terry was into that because I was a bit like that was when I was kind of like the fucking Brundle fly being like you know let's get a let's get a fly baby in there <laughs> let's get a have you seen the fly too it's when it's a fly baby <laughs> anyway so that's a little update on me um thank you very much it feels short and sweet but that's kind of all I wanted to talk about here so that is the end of the podcast so I'm sorry thanks very much for listening I love you I love you dearly I came here to do something. I did it. Bish, bash, bosh. Hashtag lower the meds. Podcasts are shite. Okay. <laughs> okay, let me know. Uh, I'm on tour. Go to my Instagram, Litterbox. You can find out all about my tour dates there. Please do come and see me. I'd love to see you there um, at, at venues all around Ireland. And um, and also listen to Young Hot Guys over on Headstuff with myself, Shane Daniel Byrne, Killian Sunderman. It's, uh, it's a really enjoyable podcast. I've been having a great time doing it. And I'm getting a great response from it. So thanks very much to everyone. And, um, and listen, I love you. I'm going to love you. I'm going to love you. All the best. Bye-bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.